0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
1: I'm sitting by the wayside, waiting on a good time when I see you from across the room. Sipping whiskey from a wine glass, point from your home fast, when you look up and you see me too. I'm not one for chasing from mpb think radio this is next stop mississippi i'm your host michelle mcadoo along with my traveling partner kamel king of visit mississippi well we've made it through one of the toughest years in our lifetime and now it's time to hit the road for the new year. Are you excited, Kamal?
2: All the time. All, all the time. Right.
1: Well, today we're going to start our first road trip in 2021 at the Mississippi Home Show and of course the 6th annual Jackson Indie Music Week. I can't wait to talk to Red Franklin about Everything that's going on this year right. for the festival. And what you just heard is Seth Power. What was the name of that one, Java? Uh,
3: that's called Imagine That. You know, mm-hmm. Seth, he's performed at a number of Jackson Indy Music Week uh, shows and is, a, you know, a Mississippi favorite. Yes, one of my Mississippi favorites. <laughs> Bad boy.
1: Camille. Welcome back. Happy New Year.
2: I'm telling you. How was your holiday? Oh, it was excellent, man. I mean, Christmas was awesome. Spent it with the family and lots of presents and laughs and food. And I actually spent last weekend in the islands in Antigua for uh, some uh, business meetings. So I was out in the Caribbean doing New Year's. I saw. uh, You looked like you were having a lot of fun. Well, I was handling business (laughs) with a little fun on the back okay
1: end. that was uh, fun and exciting for you uh, mom was a little subdued I was um, working but it was great I'm still here still alive I got the vaccine um shot that's yesterday. right, you
2: are a healthcare worker yes
1: and moderna and I just want to let everyone know let us know do not be afraid and this is just my own personal experience and my own personal opinion, so <laughs> disclaimer. But uh don't be afraid to get the vaccine. I know everybody has their personal opinions of why or why not, but I chose to go ahead and do it because I do work um in the healthcare field at night and I want to protect my loved ones at home yeah. and myself. So I feel fine. My arm is just a little sore just like if you got any other vaccine. Um, no side effects, no third eyes, no growth on my neck or anything. No I passing mean out. No, no, no. And they watch you 20 minutes after you get the uh, vaccine just mm. to make sure you don't have any adverse reactions and um, mm. things. So I feel fine. And there's a two-part series. So I get my next series on
2: um, February 4th. Are you are, are you glad that you got it? Yes, I yeah. am. Yeah. I
1: am. I almost feel like a protective shield around me, a little bit. Mm. It's odd to say, but I feel protected. But I am going to continue to wear my mask and to continue to social distance and do those things um, to keep myself safe and keep others safe as well. So, again, if you are given the opportunity to receive the vaccine, I say don't buy into the hype and the things that you hear. Just educate yourself and make your own decision. All right. We're going to do new things in the new year, 2021. Um, Of course, we did. uh, Last year was different for us. We stopped the show in March and we brought it back in October. So, You know, we had a little hiatus, but we had a great show, Mississippi right. Education Connection. It was a lot of fun and very informative. Um, but we started something, remember, last year or two years ago, Camille, uh, Best of Mississippi Cities. That's right. That was a lot of fun, showcasing, highlighting cities in Mississippi, small to large. Right. And we're going to pick back that back up in 2021, once a month, showcase. Great cities in Mississippi, from the minute to the major, mm-hmm. I can't so wait. Many of them. It's so many, and so many fine, cute things that are f- gems. I call them in these little cities. I would love to showcase all of that. Speaking of gems, we're going to do a hidden gem once a week, just in our talks in the mornings. I mean, the, uh, before the uh, you got a hidden
2: gem right in front of you, baby. I man, what do you?
1: <laughs> hidden gem, Kamel King. We're starting it off.
2: Ah, <laughs> You hear me.
1: So we're asking people to email events at mpbonline.org. That's events at mpbonline.org. Right. If you have a hidden gem in your town, right. a Catfish Shack, a a, a um, anything. It could right. be an
2: antique store. Antique store. Yeah.
1: It could be a volunteer group. Yeah. It could be a nonprofit, yeah. a big corporation. Anything that's doing great things or something special, unique, to your city. That's right. Email us and we'll showcase it and talk about it once a week on the Hidden Gems of the Week there
4: 2021.
1: You go. Something new. So we have a lot of events uh, starting to pick back up. Some really important events is one today happening today, starting at 10 a.m. actually started now. It's the Lost Cajun uh, restaurant in Byron. Now, mm-hmm. this is on Sawell Road next to Kroger at the end. They're doing a blood drive today. And get this, everyone. If you donate blood, you receive free beignets or fried pickles. Ooh,
2: how much blood I got to give to get both. <laughs> both
1: So... You like powdered sugar or no powdered sugar? (laughs) Powdered sugar. Okay. So, again, that's happening today at the Lost Cajun um, on Sawale Road from 10 to 3. And if you haven't been by there, they have some great seafood as well. You can order some catfish or shrimp or crabs and things like that. So, again, the Lost Cajun in Byron, Mississippi, in the Kroger Plaza Mm -hmm. uh, from 10 to 3. Blood drive, donate blood. Of course, we had uh, them on. Now you're talking mm-hmm. with Marsha Rams. Very important. Blood yeah. supply is getting low. Think about your loved ones needing right. blood, and it's none to give. Get so. Yeah. I Hate would hate yeah. that. Yeah. Also, a uh, drive-through flu shot clinic is still happening at the um, VA Medical Center in Jackson. Uh, you have to be um, a veteran registered but you can get your flu vaccine drive through so you don't have to get out and you protect yourself and things like that. I think that's very great. Another big show is Disney on Ice.
2: I know your daughter would love to see this. Let me not let her know about that. That (laughs) is just still on a ventilator from Christmas. uh,
1: Disney on Ice, Dream Big at the Mississippi Coast Coliseum is happening. It started yesterday, January 7th through the 10th. Uh, in Biloxi. Now, this is starring Mickey, Minnie, Miguel, Mona, Belle, and a lot more. (laughs) Moana. Uh, Moana. I'm so, see, I don't have a little one. I don't have a little one. My daughter's 17. I know that came out a long time ago and I should have known that, but I hate to say I've never, I never saw that. What? what? I never saw that.
2: It movie. is awesome, actually. Mm. I've seen it 17 and a half Well, times. I might
1: need to check it out. But yes, she will be there as well. <laughs> and uh, audiences will be transported to exciting worlds where heroes of every kind seek to fulfill their dreams at a live experience. Families will never forget. Now, I'm sure this is great coming off the holidays and, you know, school started back and getting the family to do something together. Uh, the times and dates will be on our calendar at mpbonline.org, or you can log on to com and check that out as well. Now, this is interesting. Tomorrow, w- well YMCA, in, at the Reservoir YMCA, they're having a polar bear plunge. I never heard of this.
2: Excuse uh, no. me? Exactly?
1: Polar bear plunge. Freeze for feed Freeze for feed. So Mm. you're helping. Mm. Let me read it. The local organization is hosting a fundraiser supporting their program, providing children facing food insecurities with healthy meals and snacks. Participants take a plunge into the reservoir's YMCA pool. And a no-jump option is available for an additional $10 fee. So you jump in the water and
2: you raise money. So if I don't want to jump, I want to ease in, I got to... <laughs> extra $10 to eat. I love
1: Stick it. your toe in for ten dollars. That's interesting. Uh, extra 10. That's interesting, but you know it nice. goes to a uh, very, very good sure calls. Does. Sure does. Again, that's uh, today. I mean tomorrow, from ten a.m. to eleven a.m. It's just one hour. Um, YMCA Reservoir YMCA Polar Bear Plunge. Polar Bear Plunge. Isn't that interesting? Wow. Now, again, if you have events you'd like to share with us, um, please email me. I want to put them on our calendar or we can have you featured on the show at events at mpbonline.org. That's events at mpbonline.org. It's time for us to take our first break. And when we return, we'll welcome our first guest, Susan Hodge, which stages Mississippi. Stay tuned. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio.
4: Hi, I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, Professor of Pediatrics at the University of Mississippi Medical Center and host of Southern Remedies Relatively Speaking. Join us as we explore issues that relate to you and your family, from mental health obstacles and family interactions to handling life's disruptions. Whatever the issue, let's try to figure it out together. You can listen live Tuesdays at 11 on MPB Think Radio, or you can subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy on your preferred podcasting app.
0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Yeah,
3: right to get you in a compromise edition.
1: i yeah. Listening to Next Up Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Michelle McAdoo, along with my traveling partner, Camille King of Visit Mississippi. Now, what you just heard was the authority song sung by Todd Tillman, 2019 winner of The Voice. And he is actually from Meridian, Mississippi, and will be at the home show. Uh, next weekend, oh, cool. he's going to sign autographs and he's going to do little pop up concerts around the floor, and you can get his, you know, get take pictures with him. His family will be with him as well. So again, that was Todd Tillman, of course, Mississippi's one of Mississippi's finest on The wow. Voice, and he was the winner in 2019. Well, no, that's right. Speaking of Mississippi's finest, let's welcome our next guest to the show. She's a very important part of the home. show, Jackson and has been for a while. She's publisher and Editor in chief of Stages Mississippi, Miss Susan Hodge. Good morning. Hey, oh, yeah. <laughs> I said Hodge. Good morning. Good goes. morning.
4: That's fine. Everybody mispronounces
1: it. <laughs> you know, we just uh. talked about this. <laughs> no, good morning, <laughs> Susan. How are you doing?
4: Good
1: morning. So, um, getting geared up for a new year. Yeah. It's been a trying 2020. Before we begin, of course, talking about the home show and um, how are you getting prepared for that, tell us a little bit about you and Stages Mississippi.
4: Okay. Well, um, I, like you said, I am the publisher and editor-in-chief. Stages Mississippi is a quarterly publication, and we are a home and garden magazine. We only feature, you know, homes and gardens and things to do like that. We <clears throat> do not do any social types of things, so that is what we do.
2: Wow. So Susan tell me how the uh the publication got started and how, you know, uh the passion that you were into kind of came through uh into the magazine and developed into a publication.
4: Sure. Um I it was founded in 2008 by another owner and I actually bought it in 2011 and re and kind of relaunched and refurbished the magazine and my first issue was log. Julaw- July, August of 2012. Mm. So, by trade, I'm actually an interior designer, mm. and that's what I graduated in from. Can I plug Miami State University in here? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, and so then I I had actually on the floor covering store and had sold that. So I just thought this was something I would be interested in, and I relaunched it in 2012, and we've been going strong ever since.
1: Wow. Did you have any reservations going from interior design to a magazine? Was it challenging for you?
4: It was very challenging. Um, I didn't know anything about publishing a magazine, but I pretty much just self-taught. You know, um, I take most of the pictures—probably ninety-something percent of the Mm -hmm. pictures—and I interview the, you know, our homeowners and write the stories. And um, I am so very blessed with—we have. four full-time and one part-time account managers that sell all the ads so we don't have to do that that's the hard part (laughs) that's the hard part and as y'all know the ads pay for the magazine so um that we we need support obviously from you know to pay for the magazine so i do all the what i call the fun stuff Mm. you know the meeting the homeowners taking the pictures writing their stories and of course all the accounting and all that boring stuff, but right. we, we do have people that submit mm. things to us. Um, I have a guy, um, Malcolm Woody that writes the devotional and it's, that's in there, every issue. And we have Rick Griffin who writes point of view, mm-hmm. which is about usually gardening or either latitudes, um, things they have in their store. And we have a banking and a real estate article that, that's or kind of editorials that people write every issue. So, I mean, I don't write everything in there and, and do it all. I want to credit the people that do right, you know,
1: the yeah. other things.
4: Well, let's so, talk about
1: – I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, 2020. I know everyone's talking about it and the pandemic. And, again, it's not over yet. But let's talk about how it affected your operations and what you do as an interior designer and a magazine um, publisher.
4: Okay. Um, Well, I don't do the design part anymore. Um, I kind of had to let that go when I bought the magazine because they just take pretty much (laughs) all my time. So, But, yeah, we were hit pretty hard because when the shutdown happened, which I think was April 1st, somewhere around there, we were getting ready to go to print for our May-June issue. At that time, we were Mm bimonthly. And most of our advertisers were shut down. You know, they couldn't even open their doors. Mm. So I just did not, I just made the decision. I just did not feel that it was fair to make them pay for an ad. I mean, we didn't even know how long they would be closed. Right. You know, yeah. it could be a week, could be two weeks, could be six months. We just, nobody had any idea. So I just decided not to print May, June. And then really had to think about moving forward what was fair you know, to, uh, to me and my employees and our advertisers and kind of come up with the solution. And we ended up moving from bi-monthly to quarterly. And our first quarterly publication was summer um, 2020. And that has really worked well for us. We are still printing the same amount of magazines. We're still featuring the same amount of homes. We just are doing it in a quarterly <coughs> publication instead of a bi-monthly. So that's kind of how our business has changed. We've had to you know, just roll with the punches of, I mean, some of our advertisers really have been hit hard and we need to try to help them keep their doors open. So we need to get the word out, you know, Hey, these people are still open. They, they need your business. You know, shop local is a big, big thing we try to do. We don't want you ordering, you know, from some website online. We want you going into the stores and purchasing from them because that's you know, there's a, they're the fabric of our community. I mean, that's what keeps right. keep us together. That's who's going to sponsor your little league teams. And I mean, you know, help you when there's, you're in trouble, you know, the, the people website, people, they're, they're just, they're not going to. That yeah, we, it's, it's not right. local. Right. It. You're right. They're not invested right.
1: in your community. And that is exactly we talked right. about that during the holiday, um, Shop Small Saturday, you know, yeah. how important it is to sh- um, stay local and shop local. And it helps. It's a, I say, a win-win. It helps everybody involved from the um, store owner to, again, like you said, the little league, uh, the homeowner, everything, the whole community um, benefits when you shop local.
4: Well, you know, they're the ones that pay your taxes or, you know, to repay your roads. And I mean, to those people are the ones that you need to support. And all I could right. go on, I probably need to, <laughs> so I could go on and, on and on about that. It's just so very important. And we, we try to get the word out to people all over Mississippi, you know, that are, hey, these people are, you know, they're still open. They need your business. You know, they, please, please, please try to support them before you even think about, you know, going to the, big box stores or ordering online, or, you know, these people, they're just who needs help right now. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: they always have, but right now especially. Well, Susan, uh, I'd like to ask, you know, during the pandemic, and of course, we're still in the middle of it, but when, you know, everybody was truly, truly locked down, did you notice that people were investing more in interior design and uh, landscaping and doing things in their in their lawn and garden because they had the time to focus on it?
4: I'm so glad you asked that. Um, my advertisers that are in that type of business have been so super busy um, because people are having to you know many of us are still working from home and that may or may not change you know in the next in the near future. so they had to make home offices you know we featured actually in the winter issue um, there was an attic that I an mean, interior designer turned into a home office for a lady because she, she had to have a space, you know, to, to work from home. And there's a lot of that going on, you know, instead of having all your stuff on the kitchen table. You know, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're having to make room, you know, to, I mean, people homeschooled. Mm-hmm. I mean, people yeah. are are home now. Backyards, mm-hmm. you know, there used to be that word staycation. That was big, of, you know, I don't know, 10 years or so. Well, that's come back because. I mean, who knows when you're going to be able to travel and travel safely, you know, so people are, you know, putting pools in their backyards, they're making gardens, they're, they're, you know, they're just doing things to their home that Mm -hmm. that money was spent elsewhere, you know, like vacations Mm -hmm. or, you know, and now they're making their kitchens you know more livable right cuz um, they're I using Because
1: mm-hmm. they're cooking right now. they're there more so right. instead huh. of being in the office and the husband right. is away um yeah. on business now they're at home so let's make our home mm-hmm. the best home we can make it i get exactly. it
4: exactly i get and it there's and, there's a lot of that mm-hmm.
1: going on and let's let's fast forward to the uh, Mississippi Home Show or Jackson Home Show for okay. 2021 how many years have you been a part of the home show the
4: the home builders of Jackson actually purchased a home show from Home Builders of Mississippi, I think. I may have that wrong, but I think in 2011 or 12. And so ever since then, I've been on the committee to just try to make it the best it can be and bring people like Todd Tillman in and, um, you know, just let people know that, hey, this is where you need to come. If you're, especially like we talked about this year, if you're thinking about adding on to your house, remodeling your house, making, you know, changes in your backyard, These vendors here are the best. They know what they're doing. They know how to guide you. They know how to direct you. They know, you know, what's new, what's going to be the best thing for you. And if you're even remotely thinking about that, you need to come on down to the trademark and just talk to these people and see what's new and, you know, see what's available.
1: And how many, it's going to, you are booth 521, but there. how many vendors... Is it total? Do you know? Because there's a lot of looking.
4: There is a lot. And we, you know, we're in the new trademark this year. Right. Um, So I don't know. I actually don't know how that's going to be laid out exactly and how many vendors are there. Um, I do know that there is enough to have a really solid show and a solid event.
1: Um, well, I do know you can he, go he online. I went online yesterday on uh, com, and it actually uh-huh. shows all of the vendors. That's why I looked up where you were going to oh, be. Okay. And it shows um, some of the activities that will happen during the day. Um, can you tell us about Can I Do That? Um, one of the uh, designs from one of the point-of-view articles in your magazine, Latitude, is going to be um, a little section in your um on Saturday
4: oh okay I I didn't actually know about that but I do know that um Rick Griffin who is a co-owner of Latitude along with his daughter Amy Schrock and Clifton um Edgar they they write that article in the magazine you know every issue and Mm -hmm. can I do that I can't remember exactly what that was about but I think it was Rick is, is so talented and so artsy and like he'll he thinks outside the box. So I think it was something like, I mean, I don't remember, but let's just say, can I hang that chandelier right, right. there? Because that's not where I would have normally put it. Or can I paint that piece of furniture that color? Or can I do, you know, that's the kind of things he, he thinks mm-hmm. about, just really outside the box. And so probably it will be some sort of question answer. Um, I'm not really sure. I'm sorry. I just don't, I don't really know about that. <laughs> I know it will be very interesting. Whatever he does. It will be very entertaining, and it will be very interesting.
1: It will. Now, are you guys planning to give away any raffles or um, any giveaways at your booth?
4: You know, we aren't. What we do for the home show every year is we, there's a um, couple of pallets in my storeroom, and every issue we put, we set aside a certain number of boxes of of past issues because our racks empty so quickly, you know, in the you know, where we have all those black racks. So we save magazines from every issue, and we take those magazines down to the home show, and those um, are no charge, and and people can pick up past issues of all of our magazines.
1: Now, let me ask so. you a question. Being at the home show with all these vendors, isn't that an opportunity for you and your accounting team to maybe pick up some new um, vendors for it, your magazine? It
4: is. Absolutely it is. What we try to do is just, um, you know, meet them and, you know, introduce ourselves, and then we don't want to really put a big sales pitch on them water <laughs> down there, because their goal is to talk to customers. Right. You know, and get business for themselves, but yes, it does give us leads. It, it sure does.
1: All right. Well, again, the Home Show is next Friday, Saturday and Sunday at That's the correct. new Trademark Center from right. 10 to 5, and if you go to uh, TheHomeShowJackson.com. You can see exactly where their booth will be. Again, your uh, Miss Susan is with Stages Mississippi. Tell everyone where they can find more information about Stages Mississippi and um, how they can contribute or order the magazine.
4: They can go to StagesMississippi.com. That is our website, which we're very proud of, and there's all kind of information on that website. Um, just. Where our racks are, there's our past issues, like our archive of our past issues, and they can go there and look at the magazine. All of our advertisers have copies, but then we also have magazines in the black racks.
1: Thank you so much for spending a little time with us here on Next Stop Mississippi. Thank you, and again, we'll look forward to uh, what stages Mississippi has in store for 2021. Thank you so much. Happy New Year. Stay safe.
4: Happy New Year. You too. All right.
1: Well, it's time for us to take another quick break, but there's more on the way. Stay tuned. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio.
0: Ever tell you the price of something, and it sounds so high, you think "Eh, maybe I'll try it myself. Some jobs just aren't that difficult, and yes, you can do it. If you want to find out how to do those things, listen to Fix It One Hundred and One podcast everywhere. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.
2: Y'all know I had to get out some country rap tools, right? Let's go. Show
1: some respect this is Next Top Mississippi grind. on MTV Think Radio. Michelle McAdoo here along mind. with my traveling partner, Camille King, of Visit Mississippi. Now, before the break, we spoke with Susan Hogue, publisher and editor-in-chief of Stages Mississippi, about the home show Jackson happening next Saturday and Sunday at the Mississippi Trademark Center. Now,
3: what you just heard was Java. That is Big Zay Mac representing Starkville. Um, he was a featured guest on Third Coast Radio not too long ago, and this song is Chariot, all about what else? His car. All oh, right. <laughs> his chariot, his ride.
1: Well, speaking of Third Coast Radio, of course, you can hear that um, show live on Saturdays at 11 p.m. or on our podcast at mpbonline.org. And let's welcome the host of Third Coast Radio and founder and executive director of Jackson Indie Music Week to the show, our good friend and guest, and I use that term loosely. Mr. Brad Kamikaze Franklin. <laughs> Good morning, Brad.
2: Hey, what's going on, guys? What's happening with y'all? What's happening? Now, look, we were we were talking now. Is it still Kamikaze? Or is it Duke, Brad Franklin?
0: Uh, it just depends on what day it is, and it depends on what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> it depends on what meeting I'm in, but I will answer to either one of those. It doesn't matter. Brad Kamikaze Franklin, Kamikaze Brad Franklin, Brad. Uh, Mr. Franklin, whatever one of those, uh, <laughs> probably, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll turn around and I will respond at any of those.
1: Well, Brad, good morning. Um glad you're here. Happy New Year. Yeah, uh, happy New Year, though. And I'm, again, like I say, when I say guest, you're here a lot, doing third-coast yeah, radio. Yeah. So, you, you yeah. know, it feels weird having you as a quote-unquote guest. But you're here today, of course, to uh, let our listeners know about Jackson Indie Music Week, the sixth annual Jackson Indie Music Week. But before we, of course, get started talking about this year's event, tell our listeners that don't know a little bit about what Jackson Indie Music Week is and, and why you created it.
0: Okay, so Jackson Indie Music Week is a seven-day Uh, independent music festival that takes place in Jackson, Mississippi, Uh, Mississippi, we call the birthplace of America's music. And it is uh, a series of concerts, showcases, panels, uh, all things related to independent music. Uh, It's a week long celebration of independent artists and independent music, Uh, all genres of music. It could be rock music, hip hop, gospel, blues, Southern soul, Um, Any type of music, EDM, uh, any type of music that you can think of, we try to make sure that we run the gamut of independent music. And there's a lot of fantastic artists, man, that come into town for this event. And we are very happy uh, to announce that this is our sixth year. Uh, And it just came about, again, for those that just don't know, it came about uh, uh, as an idea of mine, uh, you know, having traveled as an artist, (coughs) going to other Places like Austin, Texas, experiencing South by Southwest, uh, experiencing uh, movie festivals and other places, going to A3C in Atlanta. And uh, I just said to myself, you know, this is the birthplace of America's music. That is what Mississippi is. Uh, those other places do not have what we have. They do not have the unique experiences that we have, and uh, they don't have the swag that we have in Mississippi. And as the birthplace of America's music, we should have something that highlights music here. And uh, we should show people that, you know, this is a place where you need to come and experience that. And it has grown exponentially. It's the fastest-growing independent music festival in the Southeast. And we've made it to our sixth year. Uh, We couldn't even really see this far when we started this out. And uh, we're now on year number six. And, you know, we're blessed to be able to still put this on in the midst of, uh, you know, some very weird times right now. So, uh, you know, even despite the challenges, We were able to stay consistent and put this on. So definitely shouts out to to Visit Mississippi, uh, who was one of of our, you know, huge sponsors or one of our title sponsors, the city of Jackson, uh, for always believing in our vision and believing in uh, the importance of nurturing the creative community and us showing people that the creative community can contribute uh, to the infrastructure and to the economy of the state of Mississippi.
1: Love it, love it. Now, you also... Um, hold an independent film and video um, part of the festival as well, correct?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. So this year is going to be a scaled-back version of what we usually do, of course, because we are in the midst of uh, COVID still. Uh, you know, So this year we're going to have a scaled-back festival. There's a lot of the events that we would regularly do, uh, that we would regularly have or would have in person that we're not going to have in January. We're going to uh, push a lot of that back into the summer months uh, when things get a little bit warmer and things kind of ease up a little bit. But we felt it was important. Uh, Jackson Music Week has always been about setting trends. And we felt it was important for us to be able to set an example for people that might have been a little pensive about doing live music events. Mm -hmm. We wanted to show folks that, you know, we can do live music events and people can come out and support live music, but do it safely and do it securely. So we're doing a scale back festival. We're not gonna have the film festival during this particular week, but we're going to have an event every night of the week where people will be able to come and take in live music. The schedule is up right now at jacksonindymusic.com. You will have to wear a mask to be able to get in. You will have to keep your mask on at all times when you're inside the venue. All of the venues that we're dealing with are only going up to 50% capacity. So there's going to be limited space inside the venue. And if you don't want to comply with those rules, you're not going to be able to enjoy the music. So, you know, we want to make sure that people are able to come safely and securely and be distanced properly and be able to enjoy the music. And we want to be able to show and set a precedent that this can happen, even in the midst of the craziness that's going on. People who do want to come out and still see live music, we want them to know that they can still come out and do it and feel safe about doing it.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, Michelle, you know, we talk about uh, with Visit Mississippi and the city of Cleveland putting together the World Music Tourism Conference and, you know, things in, you know, institutions like Jackson Indie Music Week is the reason why. And one of the reasons why we were able to win that type of bid and we can, you know, attract international music tourism officials and experts and music experts because uh, institutions like Indie Music Week recognize recognizes the value of music tourism, Mm -hmm. you know, um, Mm -hmm. things like so, you know, Brad, talk about that. Talk about, uh, you know, because everybody loves music. Everybody loves to, uh, you know, to research who is the new up and coming. But talk about what this does for the economy, for the music tourism, uh, how, how that just helps our economy overall.
0: Absolutely. Uh, And I think people kind of look over that at times. You know, a lot of people look at music and look at entertainment as a superficial thing, especially during this pandemic. I think a lot of people overlooked the importance of the creative community as this goes along. And people looked at it as, you know, people just going out to see a band play or just going out to see a hip-hop artist perform. But you got to understand, when we have Jackson Indy Music Week, We have hundreds of people that are coming into the city of Jackson from all over the country, as far as Minnesota, as far as Seattle and Portland and the great Northwest that are coming to Jackson, Mississippi. And when they get here, they're not just coming to these events, but they're spending money at hotels to stay here. They're spending money at retail outlets. They're spending money at restaurants. Music and the creative community are bringing people here that are spending money that helps to shore up our infrastructure. And Mm -hmm. in a time like this where the economy is hurting – Uh, During a pandemic, uh, music in the creative community is going to be one of the things that are not only going to keep people afloat economically, but it's going to keep people sane because it gives people a sense of normalcy Mm -hmm. in this craziness that's going on. And that's why we felt that it was very important to do this. We didn't want to shy away from it. Mm -hmm. We did sit down and we did talk about it and we did mull over it and we, we, we felt it was necessary during this time to a to help to continue to shore up the economic base here in the city of jackson and get some money circulating in the city but also to show that you know there's a sense of normalcy that has returned and even though it's a little weird and even though you're not used to wearing a mask you can still come out and enjoy music in the same fashion. But Mississippi, again, is the birthplace of America's music. We have people that travel from all over the world to come to the Blues Trail and to come to these venues here in the city of Jackson, and they're spending hundreds and thousands of dollars when they come here. And that is a part of our economy that people kind of look over because sometimes people overlook entertainment. But we are a huge part of uh, the ecosystem that exists, the financial ecosystem that, that works in the state. And Jackson New Music Week every year is a big part of that. You know, these artists and these fans are putting money back into our economy, and that's why it's important for entities like Visit Jackson and Visit Mississippi and the city of Jackson. It's important for governmental entities to understand the importance of the creative community and what it does for the economy. We are literally bringing money and funneling money into these cities and helping to shore up the bases and the infrastructure, so it's important that we get support from those those guys as well. Mm-hmm. That's that's
1: wonderful. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of artists and entertainers, let's talk a little bit about who will be a part of Jackson Indie Music Week. Um, and again, let's let everyone know it begins with a kickoff party, and that's what, mm-hmm. Sunday.
0: It's, it starts on Sunday. Yeah, everything starts on Sunday. It's January the 10th through the 17th, and we have you know our famous kickoff party that's going to be at the Mississippi Museum of Art at 6 p.m. on Sunday. It's open to the public. It's open to everybody. It's free to get in, and it is a great place for you to come and network with artists and creatives and producers and videographers and anybody that participates in this music ecosystem that we have here is going to be there, and there's going to be a couple of performances there. You'll be able to come out and get your adult beverages. It's a very great social event, and this is how we get the week started off. This week we're going to have an event every night, because we're scaling it back a little bit, so we're making it easy uh, for people to, you know, know they're going to come to one venue on a particular evening, they're going to be able to be masked up, they're going to be able to enjoy the music, and then they'll be able to go home, and there won't be a lot of back and forth, so Sunday is when it starts, Uh, we've got you know, artist uh, Chris Valentine. We've got Trevay, oh, uh, Treve. We've got uh, nice. Dono Vegas. Yeah. We've got Miss Alley Baby coming from New Orleans.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, we've got uh, uh, Roscoe and friends. Risco and friends uh, is going to be performing as well. We've got oh so many remedy. We've got we've got artists from the Delta. Uh, North Mississippi, South Mississippi, that'll be coming in. The list is is too long to name. Yeah, I know you ask me that I'm every sure. year, <laughs> and I tell people to go, go to JacksonIndieMusic.com, and you'll be able to see the entire lineup. Or if you want to, you know, get there quickly, if you're on Instagram, just follow us on Instagram, Jackson Indie or on our Facebook page, which is Jackson Indie Music Week, and you'll be able to see uh, the graphic that has the entire schedule, and it's a scaled-back schedule, so it'll be easy to see uh, for the week's event. And it'll have all of the artists that will be performing at each of these. we got a great day party that's going to be taking place. Green Ghost Tacos is one of our sponsors as well. we got a day party on Saturday that's going to be taking place uh, from 12 to 6 at Green Ghost Tacos. So there's going to be music, there's going to be artists, there's going to be, you know, a lot of hobnobbing, a lot of networking, Uh, you know, and our hashtag is whole lot of music. And what we mean by that is, is that this entire week, you're going to be inundated with a tsunami of independent (laughs) music. And if you have artists that you have not heard of before, you know, our festival is a festival that's going to be one that's going to be helping to break emerging artists. We want this to be the, the stop between A3C in October in Atlanta and South by Southwest happening in March. We want artists to come through Jackson, Mississippi in January, in between, on their way to Austin, Texas, and stop here. And if they're an emerging artist, this is a festival that they will absolutely have to be a part of and a festival that they will absolutely have to stop at to come through to get their name out there. And, uh, you know, whether it's rock, whether it's hip-hop, you know, if you want to know who's up and coming, and if you want to know who's doing their thing in the independent scene, Jackson Mini Music Week is the place to do that, and we got a lot of great talent. And you'll be able to hear some of those guys, cheap plug, you'll be able to hear some of those guys live Saturday night on Third Coast Radio at 11 p.m. on Mississippi Public Broadcast and MPB Radio or MPB Online. If you listen in, it'll be myself, it'll be the cool kids, Kayla Renee, House of Mars. And Smart Chick, we've got actually a few of the artists that are performing next week are going to be stopping through, and we're going to be talking to them, and we're going to be playing some of their music. So if you're listening right now to MPB, make sure you tune in on Saturday night at 11 p.m., and you'll be able to hear these interviews and be able to hear this music, and DJ Java's going to have a, a DJ mix on. And if you have missed Third Coast Radio, you definitely don't want to miss it this week. And then afterward, you should be listening every week because we got Saturday nights really turned up on MPB. Probably different than what y'all have ever heard before. It's really turned on Saturday nights now. When you turn on MPB, it's going to another level now. So y'all make sure y'all tune in.
3: Yeah, I can I I can attest to that. Um, uh, we really bring a different flavor, and it's all about promoting uh, Mississippi and Mississippi's mm-hmm. independent scene. And if I could give a, a I guess a um, a a boost for anybody who may be on the fence about going to Jackson Indie Music Week, of course it's going to be safe. It's going to be COVID um, COVID. Friendly, COVID prepared, and if you and if mm-hmm. you're not, <laughs> then you're gonna you're gonna be on the outside. But if you um want to see the superstars of tomorrow, go to Jackson Indie Music Week because it's nothing better than having that picture when yeah. somebody's first starting out. Yeah. So you can say. I was I there went, when uh-huh. I saw I saw them. It was only you know this many people in the stage. This was their first or second uh, show. They had only put out one mixtape. It's nothing better than being there yeah. at the beginning because when the stars are shining, yeah. they always shine. Mm-hmm. It's just who knows about them. That's right. So that's right. Jackson Indie Music Week yeah. is a great place to see. Like I said, the superstars of tomorrow hit the stage today. And you can say I was in that number because I look online and I see pictures from uh, people like uh, Kendrick Lamar's first show or mm-hmm. Travis mm-hmm. Scott's first show. And, you know, it was only a smatter of people in the audience, but. They were mm-hmm. superstars That's then, right. and they're superstars now. So mm-hmm. go see the superstars of tomorrow, today, at right. Jackson Indie Music Week. And Java, I got to piggyback on that. Being in the industry and kind of
2: thinking that I know who is doing stuff, I have gone every year to Jackson Indie Music Week and stood there and been like, oh, my God, who is this? and where are they from and and had to go meet them afterwards like a fan like hey um i'm an entertainment attorney uh, if you need anything you know cuz i'd be yeah. like who who you know so this indie music week every year brings out new superstars that people may not have ever come across and it Crosses, cross,
3: uh, pollinates each other's audiences. Uh-huh. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And genre So, mm-hmm. and this is for the yes, music yes. lover. Mm-hmm. Right, you know. right. Not just yeah. a
1: category. And, Brad, uh, just to talk about what, um, Kamel just said about being an entertainment attorney. I know you guys used to have, well, you have your discussions and panel discussions. You said you're mm-hmm. pinning that until the summertime, or are you going to do any of that yeah, virtually?
0: We're, we're we're going to try to do. We're going to have one panel that we're going to attempt to do virtually this year. Uh, we're trying to work out the scheduling on that. Uh, those panels are so informative, and we have so many people show up. You know, we want to make sure that you know everyone that that gets this education and this knowledge is able to come. So, for those that are a little pensive about, you know, participating or being places in person. We want to make sure that we have that. So uh, most of the panels that we're having is going to be tabled until May or June. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're looking at having the, the, the Do the Knowledge panel, which is our big Saturday panel. We're trying to get all of that worked out in the scheduling. So that should be happening within the next couple of days. But uh, definitely the education of music is a big part of what we do. We have up to five or six panels every week, uh, you know, whether it be engineering. Whether it be producing, whether it be independent filmmaking, or whether it be just the business of music, we make sure during the week that you know we are educating people on what's happening in the music business as well, because education is a very important piece of this for us. And Camille has been a big part of that again. And I said, and shouts out again to Visit Mississippi and everything that they are doing uh, to help promote the state of Mississippi and uh, helping to promote Jackson and music week. They are a big part of that. So always supporting them. And as Java said, um, you know, we're going to be, we're not going to be COVID friendly. We're going to be COVID unfriendly. We're going to be unfriendly <laughs> to COVID because we, we don't want we we are going to make sure that it does not come into the building. So of course, again, for those that are just tuning in, if you don't have a mask, you're not going to get in. Uh, we will be providing masks. We will have hand sanitizers and gloves. At each of the venues, uh, so that you can, you know, you know, get your hand sanitizer before you walk in, before you walk out. You will have to have a mask on. The mask will have to remain on when you're in the venue, unless, of course, you're enjoying some food or an adult beverage. Of course, we know you can't do that through the mask, but you know, we're going to be strictly enforcing that, and we're going to make sure that you know people are properly distanced enough. You know, if you're coming in with a group of people, we're going to make sure that you know people are just not on top of each other because we want to make sure that everyone gets out of here safely uh but they're able to enjoy the music all and, right you know, it is it, it is our plan that uh you know everybody will be able to leave be healthy and we can set a precedent and people can start going out to see live music again
1: all right well thank you so much brad uh for stopping by next stop Mississippi again today you can visit jacksonindiemusicweek.com for all the information We want to thank you for spending a little time with us on our first trip in 2021 thank our first guest Susan Hogue, publisher and editor editor-in-chief of stages Mississippi and Brad, Kamikaze Franklin with Jackson Ended Music Week. Now, if you want more information about any of the events featured on today's show, visit our events calendar at mpbonline.org. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy for Women and join us next Friday at 10 a.m. for more. Next Stop, Mississippi.